Anyone's Game podcast. Following women's football. Ciao e benvenuto to the Anyone's Game podcast. I was going to attempt to say that in Slovenian, but it's too hard. It's too hard. This week, Hibs have made it through to the last out two of the Champions League after beating Tbilisi Niki 3-0, Cardiff Met 2-1, and the civilian host Primerge Beltinci also 2-1. They will join Glasgow City in Friday's draw, but while City will be seeded, Hibs will go into it unseeded. There were a contrast in fortune for the other Edinburgh side. We hear from Aberdeen co-manager Emma Hunter after her side knocked Spartans out of the Scottish Cup. And also a happy Andy Edward after Hearts trounced Maith Rovers 24-0. Missed the first four goals. I want my money back. It's been a busy 18 months for Rachel Small. She got herself in the Scotland squad, became pregnant, had a daughter, changed from Miss Small to Mrs Boyle, helped Hibs win the SWPL Cup, and this week was in Savina doing what she does best. I spoke to Rachel the day before Hibs' final group game in Savina to ask what life is like these days when you're a celebrity appearing on shows like View from the Terrace. I know you're not trying to look too far ahead, but if you get through and you get into Friday's draw, you know, you're looking at games against either Lyon, PSG, Barcelona, Bayern, Atletico Madrid, it's, uh, it's just mouth-watering, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, yeah, we, we can't really look that far ahead yet, as you say, but um, to experience it against Bayern, um, a couple of years ago I was obviously injured at the time, I was fighting to get back fit and to be honest I probably shouldn't have played at the game at Easter Road but it was just one of those where you're determined to get back and, and compete against the best teams in the world and um, if we do qualify, hopefully we do, um, it's something that we're very much looking forward to, maybe attracting a big name to back to Easter Road and get the fans back out on the back of the, the Women's World Cup and hopefully keep the, the fans excited and obviously give them something to cheer about. Been a busy year for yourself uh, personally. Um, how how have things been? How's it now been now being a mother? Yeah, it's um, it's good. Um, I never expected it to be the way it is. Um, but yeah, I'm coping well, and I know that I've got a good team behind me back home in terms of my husband and my family, and everyone's been really supportive, allowing me to come out here and and be a part of this this journey with the team. So uh, it's it's pleasing to know that everything's taken care of when I do have to come away and. Um, I've been on FaceTime every day to her, so uh, yeah, missing her now, but hopefully I can go home and tell her that we've qualified and maybe bring her Easter Road for the for the next round. Yeah, I, I, that's a good point. I didn't really think about that. Uh, how difficult has it been being away from her? Yeah, it is. It's very difficult. Um, she's actually learned to crawl while I've been away, oh. so <laughs> I've been a bit disappointed with that, and I think I've shown every, every member of the squad the video of her crawling now, so um, yeah, I'm super proud of her, and it is difficult being away for for this length of time, but my my family's back home supporting her, and and I know that they've got everything covered, and she's happy with every single member of the family that's helped out in terms of obviously Martin's had his operation now, so so he's been struggling as well. So for the family to step up, um, it's it's been beneficial for us, and we couldn't have done this without them really. So yeah, um, I know that everything's taken care of while I'm here. So. How how difficult was it for you getting back to getting back to full fitness? Obviously, you know the fact that you hadn't you had the match sharpness either. Yeah, I mean, I thought it was going to take longer than it did. Um, I set myself targets as being the the break of the season. By the time the middle of the season came, I wanted to be back in full fitness. Um, I feel like I maybe reached that roundabout the League Cup win. Um, I felt like I put in a performance in that game. Although my legs were absolutely knackered by the end of the game, it was. It was one that I really got my confidence back and getting that 
really helped um, to make me realise that I'm going in the right direction. Um, I've had a bit of a niggly injury before I came out here, but the, the physio staff and the medical staff and everything here have been first class with me and they've got me back fit and I've obviously played, started the two games, I haven't played full 90 in either of them, but um, I think it's good for the squad rotation to be able to, to bring players fresh legs on and I think the, the whole surround of the squad, the, the attitude of everyone has been first class, so... I'm sure you you wouldn't change a thing, but you know, obviously, you got yourself back to the Scotland squad before you got pregnant. Um, obviously, that put pay to your World Cup chances. Did making the last 32 of the Champions League kind of make up for that? Um, I wouldn't say it makes up for it because it's a completely different tournament. Um, obviously, I was very disappointed to be having to be ruled out of the the World Cup selection. Um, but it was one of these things, and I've said time and time again that I would never change my family for anything. And um, whether it was the choice of having my daughter or the World Cup, it was always going to be my daughter. So um, hopefully in years to come, I've never ruled myself out of getting back into the Scotland squad. But at the same time, my focus is fully on Hibs ladies and, and my family. So any any benefits come out of that, then then I'll happily accept them. But for now, we're just focusing completely on getting on the, the next round and hopefully attracting some big names to, to Easter Road. Is uh, you uh, the European Championships two years? That's still still a goal. You, you can get back in the squad for that. Um, I mean, I'm not I'm not expecting anything. I'm just kind of playing my game and trying to get my fitness back, my sharpness back, and and kind of getting to the player that I was maybe a few seasons ago before all the the pregnancy and the injuries and things. So, um, yeah, I'm not waiting to find out what happens with the sort of squad. I'm not expecting a call up anytime soon because. I think the squad that they've got in there, are, they're flying just now. The girls are all fit. and Obviously, they would have come back a bit disappointed with some of their performances at the World Cup, but I think they'll be looking to make a wrong or right coming into the Euros. So, um, I mean, if the call comes and Shelley needs me, then I would happily accept. But at the same time, I'm not focused on the Scotland squad. I'm just solely focused on my own football and, and just enjoying it with having a family and things. It is tiring and having to get up and train and go and uh, rush back for getting bedtime routines and everything for my daughter it's, it is difficult but at the same time it's um, a challenge that I'm, I'm really enjoying and uh, hopefully I can continue that Aberdeen produced the shock of the third round when they beat Spartans 2-1 at Ainsley Park it maybe wasn't that big a shock as Aberdeen can hardly be classed as minnows it was still a hell of a scalp for the Dons. Afterwards, I caught up with co-manager Emma Hunter. Uh, well, Emma, well done. Massive one for you. Yeah. It's uh, obviously like uh, we're absolutely delighted with the victory and I think um, it just shows how far we've come and I think we did it with a real determination and a, a, a team spirit that I think we've created over the last few months and that was the most pleasing thing to, to see and actually to come up against great competition like this in the, from the Premier League was, was a good test for us and we actually we rose to it so it was a perfect win for us yeah. Just a real good cup tie as well wasn't yeah. it? Yeah it was, it, was a, it was one of those cup ties as well where it's probably the first game that I've had that real nerves with this team so far so yeah um, and credit to Spartans they kept going at us and, and put us under pressure for a lot of the game but I thought we handled it well and especially with the team that we've got they are quite young so to show that composure and hang on was brilliant so yeah really happy. Yeah I mean they, they put in a lot of pressure wasn't it in case of you hanging on because you yeah. had your chance yeah, yourself. Yeah we did. Yeah I mean we had a game plan and we knew we'd, we'd be up against it at times and they'd have a lot of the ball so it was about how we used the counter attack and I think we did that really well today where at times we picked the right decision of when to go forward quickly and counter them um, and I thought they, they, they struggled at times to handle our pace as well with that counter attack which really helped us so yeah um, 
well, obviously we've been working really hard, so it's not just down to like luck that that we're we're playing like that either, because we, we work really hard as a team and we have been. So it's great to see it in a pitch like this and get something we deserve. There's so many players you could pick out with a standout, yeah, yeah. but I mean Bailey Hudson, what's he, 15, 16? Yeah, yeah. So um, yeah, Bailey's a, is obviously a really strong player and a, and a great talent. And today, what was really pleasing was that, um, a lot of her decision making skills and her ability to drive at people was was great today, and she showed her courage and bravery against a top team in the Premier League and. And there was, a, there was a lot of other young players in that team as well that stood out for me as well. So, yeah, it was really pleasing to see that youngsters just being brave and getting on the ball. It's obviously like the first season of like the new Aberdeen. I feel like, mm. how do you sum up the season so far? I guess, yeah, it's just uh, a lot. We're getting a lot more support in, in terms of uh, uh, staff and video analysis and, and physiotherapy support. And all, all those things are really helping us. And you can see that uh, we've got young players in the north and having all that resources is just, well, you can see the difference now on the pitch that we're, we're utilising all of those. And we're just enjoying having them as well. And that's really important. We're, we're actually using what we've got. So, yeah, it's been a huge. And the club, have, having the support behind us from the club's massive. And wearing that badge when you step on the pitch is huge as well. In fact, it's not just the first team you know, you're in the 19th one league cup as well. Yeah, that's right. So, um, yeah, so again, it's it's just about looking at nurturing some of the young and actually giving them an aspiration to play for a professional club, and that's massive. Um, and I think we've always had that talent in the north. It's sometimes we do lose them to go down south. So hopefully, the likes of Shannon McGregor and Rachel Smalls and that all come from the north. So hopefully, maybe. With the professional club underneath them, that we might be able to keep a few of them up here as well, which is really promising and hopeful. So, yeah, we're excited for the future. I said at the start of the show there have been contrasting fortunes for the Edinburgh sides. Edinburgh Caledonia lost 16 0 to Glasgow City in the Scottish Cup, as did West Park United, who lost by the same scoreline to Celtic. Of Hearts take the big score of the weekend with a 24-0 win over Wraith Rovers. Understandably, Andy Enwood was furious that they didn't make it 25. Oh, for yourself, that's not too bad, eh? Um, objective in the next round of the Cup, uh, when we've managed to do that. Um, it's, hey, you want to score goals and you want to win games, and, and we've done that. Um, and I'm not going to apologise for putting the ball in the back of the net that many times, but at the same time, you obviously feel a wee bit for the opposition when, when you're scoring that many goals. Um, but without trying to be patronising, um, I have to give them credit in terms that they never stopped. Um, I can imagine, and I've seen it before, where, where teams would then start to implode um, and start getting on each other's back, but they didn't and they kept going. So I'm sure um, that for them that'll be a, a positive that they, that they take forward, that they stuck together as a team. Have you ever is that the biggest one of your manager career? Aye, I've never been involved um, in, in that before. I've had a few hidings um, <laughs> myself, maybe not as, as many as that, but um, certainly I've certainly been in double figures before. So um, these are the things that you, you learn as you go on your career that it happens sometimes. Um, and you can go and overanalyze that to, to death, but you just have to accept what's happened, look at it, try and pick out bits and bobs that you want to try and improve on, pick out bits and bobs that you're happy with, and move on. Um, like any other game, it, it just stands out a wee bit more because of the scoreline. Eh? So it gets another positive, he's managed to get a good few players in the park then get some good good, good game time. Yeah, well, we have sort of six forward players, if you like, in the squad and, and five of them um, have ended up scoring hat-tricks today. So that doesn't mean anything by right, but it means that they've been in the right place. It means that they've taken the opportunities. So um, I'm pleased that we've, we've shared the goals around um, and I'm hoping that... Uh, that confidence and that 
knacker putting the ball in the net will continue for the next few months in the league. Yeah, I was just going to say, I mean, it's obviously your, your priority as a league and obviously it was a disappointing result last week. So. Aye, it was, it was it was really disappointing and that's no because I expected to turn up and win the game easily because we knew that wasn't going to happen because Kilmarnock are a good side. Um, but I felt that we were capable of winning. Um, and even though we didn't play particularly well towards the closing end of the game, we had chances that we didn't take. So overall, it was disappointing. But um, we didn't we didn't lose the game. Um, we drew it. I've said that to the players. Um, we've had a week of training to talk about it and to, to try and put things right. We've scored goals today. We've kept a clean sheet, and we just have to try and take that into next week and see how it goes. So the draw for the fourth round of the Scottish Cup has been made. Queen's Park will play Dunfermline Athletic. Hamilton Academical played Clyde. Glasgow City will face Dundee City. Aberdeen up against Kilmarnock. Fourth of Farmington will play Rangers or Glasgow Girls. Hearts play either Hibs or Stirling University. Celtic host St Johnston. And Motherwell will go up against either Hutchinson Vale or Venice Caledonian Thistle. If you listened to the last podcast, you'll have heard me say we would be launching our survey. That survey is now live, and if you go to our Twitter page, which is underscore anyone's game, you'll find the link there. Thank you to those who have already filled it in to help shape the future coverage of women's football. Thanks for listening to this episode of the podcast. Until next time, Aviva Archie. You are listening to the Anyone's Game podcast. For advertising inquiries, email agpodcast at yahoo.com.